Welcome to Classroom Serial, the podcast. A series of five-part audio short stories for middle schoolers. This is story four, Squirm Worms. Part one of five, Mr. Nitman's Complaint. Worms were everywhere. Mr. Nitman looked over his classroom and watched them dance on the desks. He knew by now they were called squirm worms. They were electronic toy worms, about the size of a crayon, that danced. They had two legs and two arms attached to a wormy body, and they boogied around on any flat surface. The makers of squirm worms claimed the toys helped squirmy children feel more comfortable in school. We all know about baseball. But doesn't acid ball sound way more exciting? Mr. Nitman asked with an awkward chuckle. He expected to hear several jeers of disgust after his awful science joke, but he didn't. He looked at the class. A few students were trying to pay attention, but most couldn't help but stare lazily at the wiggling worms in front of them. Mr. Nitman became annoyed. He knew he had only about a week left before holiday break to finish his unit on acids and bases. Just then, it hit him. Holiday break. Any child who didn't already have a squirm worm would get one over the holidays. Then every student would be hypnotized. Mr. Nittman needed to find a way to get squirm worms banned from Fairview Middle. Part 2 of 5. School Rules. After school, Mr. Nittman went to talk to Principal Mellon about squirm worms. When he walked into the principal's office, Nittman immediately saw four worms wiggling on Mellon's desk. He was relieved. Ah, I see you are familiar with squirm worms too, Nittman said. You've had to confiscate a few, hmm? Oh, no, Mellon replied. These are mine. Principal Mellon wore the smile of a youngster on Christmas morning. He gazed at the band of dancing worms on his desk, bobbing his head to match their rhythm. Nitman scowled. Sir, I've been having some problems with these worms in my classes. Students are... Nitman waved his hand, trying to get the principal's attention. They're distracted. I think the worms should be banned. No can do, Mellon said, finally looking up. They say these little guys actually help kids who have trouble sitting still. I couldn't ban them from school. Parents might get upset. We can only ban items that are dangerous. Mr. Nittman had been staring at the wispy snow starting to fall outside Principal Mellon's window. With the word dangerous, his attention snapped back to the principal. Mr. Nittman had an idea. Part 3 of 5, The Spill. Students, this acid is very dangerous, Mr. Nittman said to his class the next day. He walked around the room showing the kids a fizzing green juice inside a glass cup. The juice was strange enough to distract most of them from the squirm worms still grooving around on the tables. Children, look, Nittman declared suddenly. It has begun to snow. Everyone, to the window. 
If anything enlivens middle schoolers, it is falling snow during school hours. Every student immediately ran to the window. Once everyone was staring outside, Mr. Nipman quietly placed a glass cup of fizzing juice on a table covered with squirmworms. He made sure to place it right on the table's edge. Then he joined his class at the window. Blast! I suppose I was mistaken, Mr. Nipman said, craning his neck toward the sky. Not a single snowflake fluttered down. A chilling crash brought everyone's attention back to the classroom. The cup of green juice had fallen and shattered. The acid started eating away at the floor. The dancing worms have spilt the acid, Mr. Nitman yelled, faking shock. Quick, someone please go alert Principal Mellon of this incredibly dangerous accident. Part 4 of 5, Two Holiday Wishes. The next morning, Mr. Nitman's holiday wish came true. Attention students and staff. Principal Mellon's voice scratched through the loudspeaker. Squirmworms are no longer permitted at Fairview Middle School. It pains me to say it, but those cute little bugs have proven themselves dangerous. As I saw yesterday, their adorable dancing can cause destruction if they get too close to chemicals. Please don't bring squirmworms to school anymore. And please never dance near chemicals. That is all. That afternoon, Mr. Nitman practically skipped to his car. In the parking lot, he ran into Mrs. Fincher, Eric's mother. Eric was one of Mr. Nitman's best students. Oh, Mr. Nitman, Mrs. Fincher said. I'm just coming from Principal Mellon's office. Eric told me about the new squirmworm rule. He's devastated. You see, a squirmworm is all Eric wants for Christmas. He says he's just about the only boy in school without one, and, well, he's felt left out. I was hoping Principal Mellon might lift the ban so Eric's Christmas won't be so disappointing. Mr. Nitman's heart sank. As his holiday wish came true, Eric Fincher's was ruined. Part 5 of 5. Jolly Old St. Nitman. After speaking with Mrs. Fincher, Mr. Nitman returned to his classroom. He examined the table from the acid accident. Then he took a screwdriver from his desk and got to work. When Eric Fincher's class arrived the next day, Mr. Nitman was holding another glass cup. This time, the cup was filled with a muddy-looking liquid. Today, Mr. Nitman said as he strolled toward the scene of the acid spill, I thought we'd explore a few common acids. Holding up the cup with one hand, Nitman casually leaned on the table with the other. Crash! The table collapsed and Mr. Nitman tumbled to the floor, spilling the muddy liquid all over himself. The class rushed over. Principal Mellon, who had heard the crash from the hallway, stormed in. Not to worry, everyone. It is only chocolate milk. A slightly acidic and delicious beverage, Mr. Nitman said from the floor but it appears this table is broken. I suppose it was this wobbly leg, not the squirmworms, that caused the acid to fall the other day. The worms appear innocent. Sir, Eric Fincher said, turning to Principal Mellon, does this mean squirmworms may return? The principal gave Eric the good news. 
Mr. Nittman returned to his desk and hid the screwdriver, the instrument of his good holiday deed. On the next episode of Classroom Serial, Story 5, The Spice Cabinet. Hooper and Rogers hear the legend of an abandoned classroom within Fairview Middle School. On their hunt for the classroom and the forgotten treasures inside, they learn something about a few former FMS students. Thanks for listening to Classroom Serial, the podcast. Did you know that long before it's been a podcast, Classroom Serial has been a series of short stories that are also grammar activities? Within each of the story's five parts are five grammatical mistakes for students to find and edit as they read. It's a hit in middle school classrooms all over the country. Find the original grammar activities slash stories as free PDFs at classroomserial.com. Get quizzes, answer keys, teacher guides, transcripts, and listening comprehension questions for every episode of the podcast, a series of readers' theater scripts called Serial Theater, and much more with a $30 per year subscription. Subscribe at classroomserial.com slash subscription. The stories are written and narrated by me, Chris Slavin. Original music for the podcast by Dan Slavin and Andrew Aker. And now for this episode's classroom shout out. Shout out to Miss Philippex's grades six, seven, and eight composition classes at St. Simon and Jude Catholic School in Huntington Beach, California. Miss Philippex's classes have recently been enjoying story three, the speech, and they are loving the dynamic between Orn and Rogers. As for Miss Philippex herself, her favorite story is the next one on the podcast, story five. Remember those glorious days before texting when folded paper notes ruled the school? You won't want to miss the Spice Cabinet. Look out for more classroom competitions and updates from Classroom Serial soon. Until then, thanks for listening and adios. Adios.